Welcome to the Men on Purpose podcast, featuring dynamic conversations with emerging and established visionary men on purpose. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the men on purpose who are committed, creative, courageous change makers, living their best, most fulfilling life possible. Now, here's the host of Men on Purpose, Ian Lobos. Hey, everybody. Today on the Men on Purpose podcast, we have a special episode. As you can tell, I'm not Ian. I'm Ian's wife, Meredith, the brains behind the operation. We've received tons of calls and messages asking us about our lives together and how we do what we do successfully. Rather than interviewing a man on purpose, once a month, Ian and I are going to talk about being an entrepreneurial family on purpose, navigating and evolving in the world of marriage, family, and business together. In the last 10 years, we met, dated, got married, changed careers, welcomed two children, built successful businesses, had amazing successes, miserable failures, been close to walking away from each other, and everything in between. Things haven't been perfect, but that's not what we're living for. We are curious as to what is possible and what could be when we get past our own limitations. What we are seeking is to live the most purposeful life possible without constraint or restriction for ourselves and our family. On these special episodes, we are going to share our story, who we are, and how we have evolved over the years and navigated the world of family, marriage, and success together. Our hope is that you can take some of what we have learned at home to get to know your partners, your family, and most of all, yourself at a more serving level. We really appreciate all of you downloading episodes and supporting us through our growth and involvement of this podcast. Remember, people who are on purpose take action. So if you hear something today that resonates with you, reach out to us by going to our website, ianlobos.com forward slash apply. Let's get to the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Men on Purpose podcast. Today, Ian and I are going to be talking about progress over perfection. (laughs) There's too much pressure. to. (laughs) Let's just. No, it's fine. Let's Let's get to it. Let's get rolling. Here's our commitment. Our commitment is for you, our listeners, for ourselves, our family, our friends. Um, our commitment is to to elevate, educate, empower, enrich, and evolve with every episode, with all of the information that we're talking about, um, you know, not just like reading it in a book and then putting it to the side. Or putting it on this podcast. Or putting it on this podcast yeah. and not working it, working through. it yeah. through. Not not getting into action. Yeah. We are the result of work, mm-hmm. constant work, and application, knowledge, application, right. failure, application, review, application. Well, the application part of it took a while. Does this look awkward? What, you, you holding the mic? Like <laughs> uh, you can have the stand. No, 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 no. I got to order a new stand. Um. The, the application part is is the hardest part, right? Like taking action on the information because, yeah, that's the scary part. Right. So you can read. I mean, this is, Ian and I had this conversation at, like, the start of his journey. Our journey in growth and, and everything is, like, you can 
you know, make a list of books and make a list of conferences and weekends that you want to go to and whatever. But if you're not doing anything about it, you're not, you know, applying your knowledge, then it's, it's worthless. Worthless. And you're actually, in my opinion, you're actually worse off because now you're aware Mm -hmm. and you're not doing anything. You know, you're, 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 it technically the brain is worse off in that capacity. When you don't know something that you don't know, you don't know it. But when you know you didn't know it, or you now know what you didn't know, the second stage of learning, you're kind of playing with fire a little bit. Ian, tell us about the stages of learning. Let's go into those later. Okay. <laughs> they're they're complicated and and yeah. So we'll we'll so when you so okay the second stage is. Well, you don't know what you don't know. Right. The next stage is you now know what you, you know, didn't know. Right. And so that's kind of where we're talking about is, is yeah. when you haven't applied the things. And really, you're just, it's almost, it's like a facade. You're not actually making the commitment to personal development. Right. To personal development in any way. You're just, it's all a, an act. Yeah. Reading the books, going to the conferences. It is most, it's what most people do. And that's, listen, if you're going to go to any event, it should be our front runner events. <laughs> and if you're going to go do any coaching, it should be with us and our personal performance mastery coaching program. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm serious. And, and it's, it's interesting because we have built these programs because of what we liked and also didn't like from other programs that we take, uh, that we've taken seminars, courses, masterminds we've been in. They, they all worked. And they all had something that they were missing. Most of it is the personal, personal development. Most of it is the, the personal performance. That's why our coaching business and our, our program is called Personal Performance Mastery. Because if you don't master you, you're in everything that you do. You cannot level up if you are not leveled up inside and you're just leveling up the outside, the exterior, the, the skills on the outside. You know, you're learning new accounting stuff and you're learning new reading this book, but if you haven't cleared out the past and you haven't understood what your trauma is from and you haven't understood the habits that you need to shed and the new skills and mindset that you need to adopt, you won't get traction in the capacity that you probably want it. And if you're looking for the slow go and you're just like like a little tiny, tiny drip every year, maybe. But if you're looking to actually level yourself up and get to become who you want and subsequently have what you want in life, you have got to constantly get the info, apply the info, fail through the info, learn from it, reread it, reapply it, and keep going. And our, our, our coaching programs are extremely effective because of what we've learned, again, from what we liked and didn't like in all the stuff that we've done over the last probably eight years, you know? And that's why it's progress over perfection. It'll never be perfect. You'll die before it's perfect. And too many people, I think, want to read and learn and grow and do all these things before they get to this or before they get to that or, or I'll become this person before I do this or I'll, I'll make this amount of money before I can spend more time at home. That was me. If oh. this, then that yeah. scenario. Like if I have this, then I can be. Right. And it's a terrible, terrible way of going. Well, and what is perfection? 
<laughs> what happens after it's perfect? I hope people are watching this. <laughs> Why? You know what's interesting? Let me comment on something, my beautiful wife. I love looking at you from across two desks. <laughs> it, it harkens back to a time where we yeah. were in a very small office yeah. <laughs> running our real estate business together. What it also harkens back to is the first day I met you. Uh, and that I just love looking in your eyes. You know what's crazy? We met at a fifth birthday party. A five-year-old's birthday yes, party, yeah. A five-year-old's birthday party. And this Sunday, our daughter is turning five. Ooh, that's wacky. I'm going to cry. I know. I might cry, too. <laughs> All right. So, for real, I, I, this new setup and scenario reminds me, and even though those were trying times. Which times? You and I sitting across oh, from yes. each other building our business, you know, yep. many years ago. I, I, I love this. I love counting on you as a partner. And what we're going to talk about today is the fact that we were partners from the very beginning and it wasn't like a, it wasn't just a physical attraction. It wasn't just an emotional or mental or, or, you know, psychological attraction. It wasn't just like some surface level shit. It was, it was a real deep connection and the progress over perfection applies here because in my experience, of course I was the first person you ever dated. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, in my, in my experience, I had always wanted to like, I always wanted to date for ego right? or for something else, for some other reason. And, and there, there's, there's tons of them. And you were the first person, darling, that I just looked at and said, she's awesome. I, I just like her vibe. I like her energy. I'm just going to go for this. And I don't know what it perfect looks like and I don't care. And I don't need to be this person before I ask her out. And I don't need to have this amount of money because that was me before. Right. And that's the same thing we're talking about today. And it applies everywhere, except this is how it works. Progress over perfection. Like you got to just take action. Just let go of the handle and trust that the fall will not kill you. Right? Right. Like you just have to let go of the handle and trust that the fall will not kill you. That's when people say, have faith and trust in yourself. Mm -hmm. And my dad's always instilled that in me. He says always, if it's meant to kill you, it will kill you. But your law of odds say that you're, you're only going to fall so hard or so far, and it's going to hurt a little or might hurt a lot. And either way, you're going to learn something or you're going to win from it. That's it. Right. Nice and easy. So get used to the habit of letting go of that control and that mindset of it's got to be perfect before I can do this. Let go of the bar lean backwards, let yourself fall and just trust that there is a landing spot because there is. And if you die, it doesn't matter. You're dead, right? It's true. You're dead. And as you build that habit, when big stuff hits you and hurts you, you can deal with it so much better in a mental and an emotional capacity. You can deal with it in a better habits and skills and mindset capacity. Like last year, we had a scumbag ex-partner steal a shit ton of money. But you and I were so strong because we work in increments and in like smaller increments and have built such a strong foundation that most couples who are in business together who don't have a solid foundation, it would have rocked them to the core. Plus, you were pregnant. We have another, we have, a, you know, we have Ellis, we have a kid. Like, 
we have businesses that uh, that business that was failing, other businesses that were succeeding, you know, like, and then all of a sudden, hundreds of thousands of dollars are missing out of an account, and this scumbag is nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. But you and I had a two week period where we got to, you know, whine about it and complain about it. And then we said, all right, buck up, let go of the handle. Like, this is what we're going to do. We have the habits, we have the skills, we have the trust in each other. Let's make this thing happen. Mm -hmm. Sit nice and easy. And so, I don't know where I was going with that, but it all started from that, that five-year-old's birthday party, which is our niece's birthday. Mm -hmm. It started from there, and I just had this, this trust in you as a partner. And I didn't need it to be perfect. I just knew that it would evolve. And I was disconnected back then. I felt very disconnected as to who I am today. Like, right. back then, felt very disconnected. But I just, I just had this feeling, and I had to go with my gut on that. Well, you were in a... I was in a weird place. You were. Yeah, it never felt... I don't know the word that I'm looking for. Unstable? Not unstable, but like, you know, when we first met, there was something very natural about it. Sure. You know. It was just natural. It's just natural. So where do we begin? So today... Oh, you know what? Today we're going to talk about... Which I think we already said that like 10 times, but progress over perfection listen, in case you didn't hear it the first <laughs> few times. You're going to learn something. Just let us banter. You're going to pick something up. Well, I, I promise you. You know, I, I would much rather have a conversation than follow a script. A script. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to hit this point and this point and this point. And what about this? Well, I want to be purposeful for the audience because we get so much feedback, positive feedback from the audience, and especially on our episodes, that they really love the inside track to our relationship. And the work that we've done and the models of, of, you know, parents and business owners and partners and married couple and, and just individuals that we are in growth and just being purposeful people that, you know, I have a, it's not an obligation. I just, I want to deliver the, all the stuff that I think about that I want to deliver right. on an episode. So, no, these are not structured. We come up with the topic five minutes before we open these mics up. So. Um, when we started dating, it just worked. Right. Six months later, nine months later, months, yep. I just knew that we had to lock this up. <laughs> lock this up. <laughs> I just knew. Sounds like a deal. Yeah, it was a deal. I just, I, I, and I was scared because it wasn't perfect and I was broke and I couldn't afford the ring that I wanted to buy you at, you know, in my mind at that time. And we already talked about the ring scenario and I, and I figured out how to hack that. I figured out how to hack everything else that I wanted. And that's, can you define hacking? <laughs> it's just like, I mean, at the end of the day, if you are in lack of some kind, like I was with my financial, I had financial lack, but really financial lack is the result of mindset lack, mm -hmm. skill set lack, habit lack and a lack of control that, of fear that basically is running your life. Right. A lack of the control, a lack of controlling the fear that's controlling your life. Right? Avoiding yes. pain, you know? Mm -hmm. So the financial lack that I had, um, I wanted perfect on this one. But remember my story from two episodes or one, one or two episodes ago is I didn't want the ring because it was a big ass ring. I wanted 
something that represent, represented where we were going, not where we were. And that was my mindset being pretty dialed in. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about today is getting engaged. Mm-hmm. And that was a hack too. And I don't mean hack like a, like a hack comic, you know, who's like just sucks ass. I'm talking about. You figured out a way to, to, to make it happen. Right. Without just writing a check. Right. Yeah. Which was my old way of being and doing was just write a check and just solve the problem. Throw some money at it. Right. Now, at that point, it was. I, oh shit, I don't know. I have to level up who I am because I can't, money can't solve my problem right now. So I worked some really cool deals out. Let's begin. <laughs> this is back. Day one. <laughs> this is back before, well, they already know the ring story. They yeah. already know the I love you stuff. Like we've already gone through that. Yes. So this is, I, I booked this, you got to watch time by the way. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I don't know how long it's been, whatever. So I book a trip. So I, I, I wanted to do something really special that meant something. And, you know, in, in a, a space, a, a place that meant something. Back then, I, did, I, I wasn't keen on or aware that when somebody else wants something, it doesn't have to be the way that you want it to go. Whoa, that is a revelation and a half for Ian. The audience is clapping. They are clapping for you. And I also learned that on your birthday three years ago when I was in, oh, yes. when I was in um, SELP. Mm-hmm. That I wanted to buy you all these things, but I wanted to buy them. Like I wanted to take you to L- when we were going to go to L.A. the next month yeah. or later that month. And we're going to do this cool experience, but that's not how you wanted it. So back then, I, I didn't understand that and not that I like didn't want the experience but it was my birthday and this is like you know like I you know if you're gonna buy me a gift just buy me this and just do it this way don't like make a whole big thing about it for yourself bingo so I had the ring and I thought there's what's really special to me was the outer banks because I went there as a kid and I just it's got a cool vibe, and if you've never been there, Outer Banks, North Carolina, it's a, it's a fine place. It's lovely. It's kind of touristy, but if you go farther, far enough north or far enough south on the island, you'll, you'll run out of tourists. And it's really pristine, and it's phenomenal. And so I thought, I want to do something big. I don't have any money. And, like, I was eating peanut butter and jelly rice cakes out of necessity. Didn't have any money. You know, good thing they're your favorite snack. <laughs> they are my favorite snack today, but they're not out of necessity. That's out of choice. <laughs> um, so I I thought about it and thought, how cool would it be? Like I didn't want to just propose because remember we were in a valley, we weren't in a rut, we were just in a valley, and 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 we had come down from one side and we were going up the other, and the uphill climb was going to be challenging. However, I knew I was prepared to do it because. I didn't want us to live some shit, boring, mediocre life. I just didn't. You know, I had the mission that we have 
you know, experiences, moments and memories to be out in the world as our playground in our classroom. That still was my mission back then. I didn't want to die with regrets, you know? And so I, I, I said, how can I make this really awesome? Instead of me just like, you know, taking her on the beach and popping a question, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's just not what I wanted. I had a client at an airport down in um, Roanoke, right across the water, right across, of, right across the bay from the Outer Banks. And so I called them and I said, I need a favor. I will hook you up on some shipping costs because they were shipping little Cessna airplanes, um, like bodies and wings and stuff. And we were, we were putting those in containers and shipping them out for them and another airport down there. And I said, I'll, I'll hook you up with some, some shipping or I'll take care of you if you give me a discount or free on a helicopter ride. <laughs> so they, they said, what are you thinking? And I said, I want to propose to my girlfriend and I, I want to, I'm going to rent this Jeep, which I hacked that too. I want to rent this Jeep on a drive out to the middle of the sand on the, on, you know, where there's nobody because it was April. Four wheel drive beach. Yeah. On, on, on Hatteras Island. There's nobody there. It was a shark fishing tournament. So it was, you know, it's very, very, very rare to see anybody. Um, and they, I told them my vision, I shared my vision, which is another lesson. Another, another one that you should really write down is it, people, most people want to hear your vision. They don't want to hear your crazy ego trip. They want to hear your authentic vision. And when you share and are clear on your vision for the future and what's possible, people will, you will, you will enroll them in helping you. No joke. I do it all the time still. I'm hogging the mic. <laughs> no, you're telling the story. I know. I didn't plan it. I know. I can tell my side of the story. Why don't we pause here and you tell your side? Well, but you haven't. But you haven't really set the scene. All right. Let me set the rest. Like let me set the rest there. of the just, scene. Just maybe like fast forward a little bit to like actually, <laughs> you know, to kidnapping me and. The so the so I that's a really important piece though is is enrolling people in what you see as possible for the future, enrolling people in what you see as possible. So sharing your vision, but don't share your whacked out vision that you just came up with. Think about it, tailor it, evolve it. Think about the pitfalls. Think about how you can actually make this beneficial for someone else, for them to help you. And don't ask for help. That's like sales 101. Don't sell anybody. Don't sell and tell them what you're going to do and how they can help. Enroll them in your vision, and they will be in, just like those guys were. And so I, you know, got that planned. And this was fast too. This was like within a week, I think. Got that planned, and then I, um, I found an Airbnb. This was back in 2011. Airbnb wasn't that popular. You know, VRBO was really popular back then, but Airbnb was just kind of coming around. You know, um, no, I no no, I did. I, it was a VRBO. Was it a yeah, Verbo? Yeah. Verbo, but that, that wasn't. They call it on their commercials. It wasn't that popular back then. We call them Airbnbs now, but yeah. it, it was just a somebody's rental. Yeah, you know, for the for the night on Hatteras Island, and uh, so we hacked that. I called, negotiated the price, and that was that was cool because it was April and it was cold and nobody cared to go down there. And then I hacked the Jeep. I told them how much money I had 
and told them that I would promote them or do whatever I could on Facebook or, um, and again, I enrolled them in the possibility of helping me with my vision and they gave me 50% off, which made it like 60 bucks. That Jeep was only 60 bucks. Something like that. How long did we have it for the entire time? I think two days, something like that. And then, so again, sharing my vision, which my vision was very dialed in at that time. And it's always, you know, they're always being dialed in, but it was very dialed in at that time. And so I, my dad had encouraged me and he said, look, this isn't one you want to let go. You know, we told you that before, sold the boat, sold all this stuff so I could buy the ring. And I said to Mayor, we're going to the Outer Banks this weekend. And a couple weeks or a couple months before that, when was that? When we were in LA and I talked to your parents when you were in the shower. It, like maybe a month before. Oh, right, right, right. This, is, this happened fast, by the way. Yeah. This happened really fast. The ring, the plan. I just knew that this was the partner. And I felt it in your energy, in your beautiful eyes. <laughs> and just the way that you looked at me. Mm-hmm. And that was very special. Are you tearing up, Mayor? No. <laughs> and so that was it. And we went to LA uh, to talk to her parents or I, we went to LA just to visit and I jumped in the shower one day and I was so nervous. And I, I sat down with the snow party and I said, Hey, I'm, how do you feel about Meredith and I getting engaged? And your dad was standing behind your mom. Your mom goes, Oh, well, that's a lovely idea. <laughs> <laughs> and your dad says, Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> and I said, cool. And I told them my vision again for our life. And I said, look, you know, I am, I am, I'm not in an, in abundance financially right now. And I am in abundance of work ethic and desire and dream and vision. And I think your dad rolled his eyes, but <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen my dad. No, roll no. His eyes. They, they said, well, well, that's good. And I said, no, I'm serious. I don't want you to think that where I am is where we're staying. I have a very big vision for my life and subsequently now Mayor's life. And, and we'll, we'll put our visions together and we will achieve whatever we want to. So we're just in a, we're just in a, in a place right now that's temporary. And, and, I, and they smiled and we had a little laugh and all this other stuff. And, and we, that was the time we actually went and looked at Oh, no, that was another time. Never mind. Sorry. That was October. All right. So the um, rest of this is, I think I'm dragging this shit on. Yeah, just get to the, get to this. the. So I, I put Mare in the car. I take this tent. I take all the supplies. I buy this little video camera at Walmart to try and video some of it. And we head down to the Outer Banks. And I protested a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, Ian was like, on a Thursday, I was like, we're leaving for the Outer Banks tonight. And I was like, um, I have plans tomorrow. Yeah. So work for me. That's not gonna happen. Oh, you got in the car. I did get in the car. You trusted me. Mm-hmm. And that well, and I made I made sure that you were very aware that I had to get up in the morning to watch the Royal. Oh, Wedding. right, right, because it's the 29th. Yep. Right. So we we left that night. Mm-hmm. We drove all night. We got in at probably 2 a.m. after getting two speeding tickets on the you way down. Two? You were sleeping, <laughs> which is fine because I just listened to Howard Stern. It was fine. 
we got down there and I was so nervous. The next morning we are, I get two hours of sleep, maybe three. Well, because I woke you up to watch the wedding. Right, right. It was the royal wedding, Kate and William. And I just, I, I remember the only thing, I, I wasn't reviewing what I wanted to say. I wasn't reviewing how it was going to happen. I actually was detached to the outcome back then. And I didn't even realize that until right now. But like the way that, that success happens is when you don't have a specific outcome. Like it, it's not this way or nothing. Mm -hmm. It's usually like the middle ground that you shoot for. And then the rest of it is the result of your work to the middle. It's like climbing Mount Everest. The guys, there's a book that says the guys that succeed are the ones that make the summit, the midpoint, and getting back to base camp, the goal. And so mm -hmm. the outcome was to summit and get back to base camp, right. not summit. Yeah. So mine wasn't just to get, you know, to have this perfect word, whatever, vomit to you. Mm -hmm. What I, was, what I was thinking through was our life together and what I wanted to do with you and what I wanted to accomplish with you and that this is just the first step in that. Mm -hmm. And so we loaded up the Jeep and, there we, and we, oh, we actually went and got the Jeep, loaded up and went out to the beach. Yep. I set up this whole little scene with candles and so much stuff. wine and tables and chairs and a tent and then the Jeep was sitting next to us. And, um, and I, I forgot to tell you, but on our way down, we dropped off a box of my quote unquote brochures at the airport mm -hmm. and you freaked out cause you thought we were going to go skydiving. I teased you a little bit. <laughs> I would never go skydiving. I know. I do one of the indoor things. I don't have any I desire to do it. I just can't hurl myself out of a plane. No. So at this point in my life, what we, what we then we went out to the beach, got everything set up, and waited for the helicopter. But when I was in the airport, um, in the FBO, they literally said to me, it's too windy. We cannot fly today. And I said, it's meant to be. You'll be out there. And I gave them the box with the ring in it, which stupidly, I told my insurance company I was going to do this. And they said, we can't insure it until you have it back in your possession. So if the helicopter would have hit the water. Or the box at the, if the box, missed. yeah. I would have been swimming through there in, during a shark tournament. So anyway, we, they were baby sharks. You would have been fine. We got out there. We're hanging. We're drinking wine. We're making food, and we're just enjoying each other in the present moment. And I think I mean you were a little nervous. I was definitely nervous. You were like a slightly on edge. Looking back now, you were you were definitely a little edgy. But you know that's one thing that we've done well is enjoyed each other in the present moment. And that's what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And I was not worried about what I was going to say. I wasn't worried about what you were going to say. I was just, I was, my only fear was, can I, can I execute this vision? Literally, that was my biggest fear. I'm, I'm pushing this thing that's so big, that's so, that's going to be so much work to get us the life that we truly want. Can I actually do this? And so I started doubting myself that day about my ability not the way not marrying you not anything like that i just started doubting like holy shit this is this is real like this is the first step or this is the next step in us being together this is my partner i'm locking her in today basically <laughs> can i deliver on the promises that i'm making because i'm i'm talking some big game am i can i deliver 
And the answer was only because of you. Because of me? Why is that? We've already shared this many a time. Because of who you are. Oh. There are going to be people crying in their car. Be- because of who you are and who you, who, like, you don't grow at the rate that I do. You don't do personal development like I do. You don't do any of that stuff. But the, your demeanor, the combination of, of you just trusting me, the trust that you have for me, not busting my ass or breaking my balls about stupid shit or, you know, if I, if I make an investment in something or if I try something in our business and it doesn't work, you know, not hounding me, not pressuring me, like allowing me to be so open with you about everything that I'm doing and not worrying that you're going to judge me or be pissed off at me, but you'll just sit and have a conversation with me. That allows me to be great every day. <laughs> that could be a Hallmark card, Mayor. That allows me to be great. It really does. Every day. It really does. And we'll get into that a lot deeper in, in subsequent episodes. But so I'm sitting there and I'm like, shit, man. I texted the helicopter pilot the coordinates. On your Blackberry. On my Blackberry. <laughs> For all you kids out there, you know what that is. Uh, yeah, I texted him on my Blackberry because how do you tell somebody where you are? When you're in the middle of freaking nowhere in the ocean, basically, you're just gonna bury your island. So I texted in my coordinates, coordinates, yeah. And I said, if it's meant to be, it's gonna happen. And if not, then I'll. This is a great little beach day, and and we'll go grab the box. And and again, I released the outcome of that helicopter coming. I released the outcome of that is the way that it has to be. And I also didn't figure out what, a, what the next step was if it didn't come. It was, if it happens today, great. If not, I'm in the moment with her and I'm out on the beach and we're having fun and we're doing our thing. That's it. And then I hear, I was like, holy shit, it's real. Oh my God, I got to do this. Oh my God, I got to do this. Mary's sleeping. We had this. I wasn't sleeping. You were. I had this two-person um, like fold-out trashy chair thing, you know, like a tailgate chair. I call them trashy chairs. Because they're like you dump them in the trash, <laughs> <laughs> like a camp chair. Yeah, like a camper chair. Was I, I don't. I thought you were I was sleeping. Just lounging. No, you were sleeping because. Oh, because I'd been up so early. Right, and and the helicopter as it came over, I was like, so what? <laughs> you you can watch this. By the way, I, I'll put the YouTube link for this video for our engagement video on the show notes, so you can see it. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. It is. So um, here comes the helicopter. Obviously, they hit my coordinates, they see the tent, they see the Jeep, and they hover in front, like over between the water and the sand, they hover back and forth, back and forth. And it's probably 18 knot winds. Mm-hmm. So that it's, it's a little dicey. And I wake Meredith up and you go, what the hell's going on? And I said, oh, you said, what's going on? What's happening? What's going on? What, 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 is, what is that? And I'm like, it's a helicopter. And she's like, I, I, I don't know what's happening here, but I do not have time for this shit. She thinks the helicopter is like going to crash or so. I it, thought we were doing something illegal by being on the right. beach. That's the, what is that? Border in, in, or a uh, coast guard in a Robinson? I don't know. <laughs> so they hover, you know, we're facing the water and they're facing us, you know, their windscreen is to us. And then they pivot over to our left over the sand and they start making some other maneuvers. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, this is too much wind for this little helicopter. The thing's going to go down. I hope I can get the ring box. Oh, my God. You know, no, no, you didn't. no I, I was like, 
I was so nervous. Again, not for any other reason, but this shit's real. All the fantasy of us getting engaged and us being together forever, it's now happening and I have to perform. And so I was just, I was a little freaked out. And uh, so here comes the box, gets thrown out of the helicopter. Again, you can see this on the video. And I'm like, all right, game time. So up in front of our tent between us and the water, I made a square as like a mark, right? I put this little video camera that, that could not hold a charge to save its freaking life. But for some reason, that shit ran for like two straight hours and recorded every moment out on that beach. And so I sat it down. I sat a wine bottle next to it just to kind of, you know, hold it because it was very windy out, really windy. And I set it to, to hit the mark for us to come back and for me to drop on one knee. And Meredith and I run out to grab the box, which I ran out with the camera so, you know, we could capture that moment. Mare's like, what the hell is going on? I did what not is have this? time for that. I was not about to pick up a box. But I said, that look, Mare, it's my box. It, has oh, my, no. it had my company stickers on yeah. it. It had the Ian International, Ian Global Shipping stickers on it. So you knew that it wasn't a bomb or some kind of terrorist threat yeah. in the middle of the Outer Banks, which is wacky. So we take it back and I said, let's go stand in our spot. And all I could think of is like, between this moment and that ring coming out, you need to be really fucking sure. <laughs> what if you had changed your mind? No, not, a, not, about, not about you. I was definite no, on just you. Just kidding. Definite on you. I, I, I was, because you were my dating profile. Yeah. You were, you were it. And um, you got to be real sure that you can hit the life. You can hit this. Mm -hmm. That you can do this. Not the marriage, not the proposal, not the forever with you, but the, the, not living in scarcity, not living in mediocrity, not living in, in, in lack mm -hmm. as we currently were. And that scared me more than, than anything else because I knew that wasn't my fullest potential. I was barely fulfilled at all in my life. And at that point, I was you know, starting to disconnect from like what was happening with my dad's business because, you know, the economy was really hurting it hard. And I knew that it was time for me to strike out on my own. And I knew that this, this step, us getting married, was going to put me on that path. And it was scary. And the only reason that I could do it was because it was you on the other side. Tear. <laughs> That's it. The only reason I could do it was because it was you standing there. I didn't, I really at that moment in my life did not believe that anybody else could believe in me or support me the way that you did. <laughs> I'm serious. I, no, I know you're serious. And so I started fishing through the box. I said, look, look, Mary, let's go stand in our spot. Again, you can hear this on the video. And I dropped the box down. And inside the box, I had a love letter mm -hmm. and I had uh, a proposal written out like this poem that says it was called four. Yeah, called four words. I'll read it one day. I don't have it down here. I'll read it one day to you, everybody. <laughs> and so maybe it'll be a special Valentine's Day episode. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I started pulling this stuff out and I give it to her and she thinks it's like a cruise boat. I don't or something. know what I, I listen, 
the idea of us getting engaged had crossed my mind like one time threw you off the trail in that weekend and then I was like no no and then I was like you can't it's no this isn't what this is like we're just going to the Outer Banks for a people hanging out yeah. on the beach and then I was in like, April <laughs> in April obviously um what were you thinking at that time at, the entire time or just well, with the box because I definitely was like this is elaborate to like tell me he's going to take me on another vacation <laughs> <laughs> a vacation to tell you I'm taking you on vacation yes. well that's all he was going through your head at that time yeah I, I mean earlier I was like this is kind of questionable like is he going to propose and, I, and then it was like no I'm not going to even put that like into my mind yeah because I don't want to put like the pressure of that potent like yeah. uh, you know of, of that, that happening yeah. on this weekend or you know and I like don't want to you know what else he, I, I don't want to have it in the back of my mind and then like when we get home and it didn't happen be like oh, I can't believe he didn't propose you know what I loved about you what is that you were not one of those whack job women you can write to me Meredith at the robots group.com <laughs> you were you were not one of those whack job women and again this is something I just realized that you, I, I, I appreciated you because you weren't looking for next steps because your life was boring. Right. Most people, we talked about this before, most people are looking for that next step. You know, think about it. You're, yeah, like, oh, we've been dating for this long. Right. We need to get engaged. Because oh, you're bored. For, yeah. You're in the, you know, you're technically in the, the, the boring valley. And this is my opinion, by the way. So just, you know, write to Meredith if you have a problem with it. I so far I have gotten no. I'm then this is not an invitation to email. No, no, no. This is just a. <laughs> no, I get the e I get the emails spam. and the DMs. It's it's fine. Um, so I appreciate the fact that you never pressured me, and I have a lot of friends whose whose girlfriends pressured them, and you never pressured me, and you never were like, my next goal is to get married. You know, you're you didn't have any goal goals like you didn't have any like visions like goal i goal. did what? <laughs> no no i'm like, like no i'm saying like i did right like, you had big yeah 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 but here but this is why we are we function Tell me. so well is because you have the big vision you know like and i have the yeah the like legit logistics behind it the day to day yeah. behind it the you know, like, this is why we call this purposeful partnership. Because that's absolutely accurate. <laughs> What's another one? No, it's not. Nope. 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 Oh, I think it's like birds or the, yeah. That one. That one. It is to it's so true. I, see, I love doing this with you because the, there are things that I'm discovering as we do this, literally, in real time that I haven't discovered. And so there, and I'm going to, I want to challenge people because we usually challenge people every episode. I want to challenge audience. I want to challenge you to think about, if you're married, think about when you were 
or not necessarily married in a, like a long-term relationship or in a long term well i'm talking about the next step of marriage so you have oh, to okay. you have to be married yeah, you kind of have to so like what were you thinking like who is well, this person to hold, you hold on Go ahead. just you could you can still be purposeful in your long-term relationship by deciding we are in a long-term relationship together you know it's sure. not like you're just like oh we never broke up yeah but that's being purposeful though that's what i'm saying like so it's not it's not just yep i agree with you marriage it's taking the next step and saying okay this is we are together right it just so happens if you set it on most, fire yeah, <laughs> that most people get married as the next step in their long-term relationship yes. versus saying we're gonna do this but it doesn't have to be that you know what i mean like one of the things that i'm saying about us is that you didn't put that pressure on me right i didn't feel that pressure my dad and i talked about it and my dad he, he again he enrolled me in the possibility of what it looked like for the future to marry you and also he enrolled me in what it looked like to not be with you and I wasn't forced to marry you because I didn't want to not be with you. Right. I felt like, you know what? I, 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 this is her. This is it. This is her. She's checking all the boxes. Again, this wasn't about money or ego or goal or nothing. This was about, this is the person that's going to back my ass up mm -hmm. and I'm going to back her ass up. That's it. It's, that's we're out there alone. If you think about it, like we're entrepreneurs, we run several businesses. There's nobody looking out for us. And we have kids, so we're looking out for us and them and our clients and, you know, and that's something that we took on together. Mm -hmm. But let me go back to the whack job thing. So many people are programmed by society. It's not your fault, technically. You're programmed by society, you know, in high school. It, then the next thing is college. Then after college is, hey, where you, you get a job, what are you going to do? Then the next thing is, once you're bored with your stupid job, oh, I'm, I'm going to get married. I have a relationship now. Great. And the next thing, when you get bored with the relationship, oh, I'm going to get married. And the next thing is, oh, I'm going to have a baby. And the next thing is, oh, another baby. Oh, and another job. And you go through these cycles. And, and I'm telling you this from experience because of the clients that we've had over the last, you know, eight years. This is what nor regular, regularly happens to people that are not pushing themselves. They're just stuck in this little, like, conveyor belt. Mm -hmm. And they're bored. Because they haven't set a vision or a goal that's big enough for them to really chase. They haven't pushed themselves. They're not letting go of the bar. They're holding the bar and praying to God, praying to whoever they pray to that something changes. And it'll never change. You have to let go of the bar. And just trust that something else is possible out there. But you got to do the work too. You can't just let go. This isn't the movie The Secret. You can't just, you can't just talk about it and it happens. You have to do some work. You have to have some right. action. So I loved that you weren't pressuring me to get married. You weren't the type of person that, and pl there's plenty of people out there that aren't like this. I'm just commenting on the people that are like this. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't the person that, that was like, hey, so my, my goal in life is to get married. And my goal in life is like, if your goal in life is to get married and be um, a stay-at-home uh, husband or wife, that's totally fine. But you better own that shit. that shit. Yeah, you better own that shit. I'm serious. Look at that, Mary. Let me high five. Yeah, you better own it. Like, there's no default mechanism for life, except if you don't do anything, if right. you don't grow, if you don't push yourself, 
if you don't read something or try and better yourself in some capacity, then you are on the default life to the grave, which is basically a treadmill that you sit on and you look around and you hope that cool scenery comes in and you hope that this happens, but your ass is not getting off that treadmill. And that's a problem. That's a real problem. You know, mm-hmm. not a problem for us, but that's a problem in society. That's why we own our coaching company. <laughs> and while we have this, cause we want to, we hopefully, you know, we get a lot of calls from people that were on that treadmill, or I get a lot of DMs from people that were on that treadmill who say, Hey man, listen, I listened to you and you know, Dr. A, or I listened to you and Aaron and I actually picked up my first personal development book and that's awesome for us. Yeah. And that's why we do this. So getting back to it, thank you for not being that person because you allowed me both then and to today, you allowed me to just operate in my autonomy, trusting you as a partner that you'll back me up. Obviously I make purposeful and somewhat smart decisions sometimes. Somewhat smart decisions. <laughs> so well, you're welcome. Let's wrap back. So, um, circling back, circling back to the Mer- helicopter yep. dropping the, the, the helicopter drops the thing <laughs> off long road to get here. Then they take off air opens. I open the box. I pull a bunch of stuff out. She starts reading it. And then, but what you also had in there, it was the letter and then like receipts and mementos from mm-hmm. like all of our dates and things that we had done. And mm-hmm. yeah, for those of you, that don't think that I am cheesy, I can be. Sentimental? Or sentimental, yeah, yeah, yeah. It meant a lot to me. I knew that, this, like, I wasn't interested in getting married to get married or just because it was a thing or just because I was bored or, like, at that, at that point in my life, low point like that, right? I could have used this as a crutch or, like, an uh-huh. excuse. But looking back on it, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad it was you, Mayor. <laughs> I'm glad it was me too. Yep. So, and then, uh, then I pull the ring box out, and Mare loses it. I do. I, I, it was like an instantaneous. Yeah, I didn't make that noise though. <laughs> no, I couldn't hear you. The freaking wind was howling. It was really windy. But you know what's really interesting? Well, all right. For all those of you that are that are romantics, I pulled the ring box out. I open it up, I drop down on one knee, and I just, whatever came out, came out. I don't remember it. I, I can read my lips in the video and you can kind of figure out what I'm yep. saying, but I, it didn't matter what I said. It just mattered what my intentions were. My intentions were, I want to take us places, and I want you to take us places, and I need you as a partner, and, I want, and we want each other as partners. And so that was it. It wasn't that this person, it wasn't that this person makes me this or makes me feel this or does this. It's that, uh, it's that this person for me was a compliment mm-hmm. and a, a, a partner, an ally, a, just a, a person that I could go to battle with or go on vacation with. Like it was, you're everything, not everything. You're all those things that I was looking for. <laughs> Nobody can be everything. That's no, what I'm saying. Know, Nobody know, can be everything to you. That's yeah. impossible. It's not. Nothing is. No. Is. Yeah. No, no. So we. We. Um, I mean, I cry every time I watch that video. Still, and I made that video. I we we 
our passion and our embrace and the love that we have for each other that you can see in that video is it's pretty dang special mayor <laughs> pretty darn. <laughs> and um and we sat there on the beach for you know a while and just hugged each other and checked you know just talked and and i told her all the things that you know i want I, that i've been keeping a secret and all these wonderful items that were in the box and then um to my surprise the helicopter came back and started taking pictures of us which they, they didn't turn out but that's okay they, they, i mean how could you really see us from they were only 50 feet off the ground that's true so anyway there are so many lessons here that i actually learned today in this moment yeah I mean, there are lessons that I knew back then and that I've learned over the years. And there are some things that I figured out today that I never really thought about. And that's why that's one of the big reasons why we're doing this. You know, this is like, obviously, we're personal development coaches and experts in that field. And, and, and we want to be helpful. However, us talking about this is, you know, multifaceted. It's, right. it's for us to get it out. It's for other people to maybe learn or benefit from it, right? Educate, elevate, involve, empower. And it's for our kids, mm -hmm. future generations to understand how we were the people that said, we're not going to, we're not going to go by everybody else. We're, we're going to create our own path. We're going to do our thing. We're going to create the life that we want. And we want to teach our children and future generations and everybody that's watching us. We want to teach you. If we can inspire you or help you. That's our mission. So there's a lot of different reasons why we're doing this. And we're learning something. Like, I'm learning something every time we get on the mic because yes. we're being open and vulnerable and talking well, about something that we haven't talked about in a long time. Yeah, I think. And this is what we touched on, I think, in the very first episode we did together of, like, how often do you really talk about these things in a in this capacity, not just like, oh, we were looking at pictures and, oh, let's talk about that day. And, oh, wasn't it funny how it was so windy? And, yeah. you know, you like really get into what was going on and what was happening. And so that's our challenge to you. Every time we, we seem to come up with a challenge because we are discovering something literally on this episode, we're discovering something that we never thought about. So our challenge to you is Go with your spouse, with your partner, with your business partner, with your parents, brother, somebody that you have a close relationship with. Go a couple layers deep. See what you haven't seen before. You know, it's, it's like the NLP tactic. Like, see what, you, see what you haven't seen, hear what you haven't heard, you know, that kind of thing. And, and think about it. Journal it. Share it with somebody after you discover that. Because you never know, like, when you discover something in your own life that can change your trajectory for the more positive, more purposeful, then you share that with somebody. Again, going back to what I said earlier, when you enroll somebody in the vision that you have or something that's, that's been done or something that you experience, you might change their entire world. And that's a pretty cool place to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I got that from Landmark. You know, I talk about Landmark every time. It's the best. And again, we own a coaching company and I'm telling you, I, we're, I'm trained by Landmark, thousands and thousands of hours, Tony Robbins and Landmark, but Landmark how, how, by far is the best, the best two-day, three-day. Transformational education. Yeah, I mean, look, our, our four-day, our three- and four-day front-runner events are, are magical and transformational, absolutely. And 
I just, I always have to support Landmark because they've, it's done such amazing things to help me help me right. get to where I want to be and be the person who I want to be, not do, but be the be. person that I want to be and evolve myself that I always have to give credit to Landmark. It's a phenomenal organization and, and I support it through and through. Even though I own my own coaching business, I support Landmark's without a doubt. So anywho, that's it. Is that it? Well, we got engaged. Uh, spoiler alert. I said yes. Oh, that's probably <laughs> it's probably a good, good What else did info. we do that weekend? We I think after we got engaged, we just like we, we, we drove down to Howard's in Ocracoke. No, we no. Mm. It wasn't no, that day? No, that wasn't that day. That was the next day. So it was like pretty late by the time we had to pack up and get back. We drove, we drove down the beach. So yeah, we drove around the beach, yes, but then we went back to the Airbnb. But isn't that when I found that shark with those guys? No, 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 oh. no. That was the next day. So the next day we were up bebopping around the Outer Banks and found there was bopping. like a uh, we were driving on the beach and there was a group of guys fishing in this shark tournament. Fishing yeah. Tournament thing. And we like struck up a conversation with them and um like ended up hanging out with them for like the day almost because they were you know showing us all the sharks they were catching and then when we told them that we had just gotten engaged they were like oh let's you know come to dinner with us and we oh right did we go to dinner yeah we went to oh my god i totally forgot about that them at howard's for like that's right hours and we like had to hightail it to get the last ferry back is that when but didn't we go to howard's by ourselves and i think Remember we saw the Lycoming College banner and you were in a green dress and we called oh, Ellen yeah, and Gilbert? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe we did have lunch there and then we were, then, we, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then we ended up back there. Yep. Because that guy, had, he worked for like Sun, Sunbeam Toaster Company and I tried to get Hamilton, his business. Hamilton, Hamilton Beach. Beach. Yeah. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Yeah. I, re- I do. Re- and they, they took a picture. So one of the, when you watch our video, our engagement video, one of the pictures of, of us on the beach, like with me. I guess it's dipping, right? Dipping yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, the guy, the guy, the fisher yeah. guy, fisher, the fish, guy. fisherman, <laughs> fisherman took that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's our story. That's our next, that's our next stage, next phase story. What is, what else did you learn from that? That is an excellent question, Ian. What did I learn that weekend? Or from even talking about it now. You want some help? (laughs) Tell me what I learned. Oh, no, I'm just saying you want me to prompt you? Yeah, prompt me. What'd you learn? (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Um, no, I think learning the, just in conversation with you, learning kind of more about your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your thought process then, like there were a lot of things I didn't know that were happening then for you and kind of what you were feeling about like the future. Got it. You didn't, you were learning that then or now? Now I'm learning. Oh, yeah. Some of those things. Yeah. 
I, in all honesty, I'm telling you, audience, this is this is something that's really beneficial for both of us because when you get busy, when you have children, when you have businesses, if you're entrepreneurs, whether you have businesses or not, you have busy jobs, busy lives, family all around, and things going on. This is what the work is, right? As a couple, and we know many couples that don't do the work; they live on the surface, they live on the surface. The day-to-day, the day-to-day, the day-to-day, which turns into the month-to-month, to the year-to-year. And then you look back and 10 years have gone by. And the challenge is that you lose, you lose the foundational elements. Well, you become it, everything, just you settle right into Treadmill. Yeah. Keep it at a steady pace. Right. And it's like, if you want... <laughs> This is really wacky that I'm going to say this, but if you want a great relationship, you got to put the work in. You got, what are you laughing about? Because I was like on the edge of my seat, like, oh my God, groundbreaking. No, it's, I'm serious. But it's, I mean, yeah, you, I think that, that, and I mean, we've been in that place before. And I think this is circling about to progress over perfection is like, you get so, you get, you're, you're safe on the treadmill. You know, keeping it at a steady pace. There's Why is no... that, Mayor? Why are you safe on the treadmill? Yeah. Why is the treadmill safer than doing the work, than letting go of the bar? Because you don't, you don't, like, what if? Yeah, I mean, that's really it. What if? What if? Mm-hmm. Like. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if? And I think most people are, are, are living by the fear of being alone. Yeah. Of speaking up. We know a lot of people like this that. Well, challenging other people. I think in relationships too, we always Im- immediately um, project mm. onto the other person of like, mm. um, well, if I say this, then it's the, the if this, then that scenario. If I say this, then he's going to say that. Or she. Or she, whoever it might be. And my reaction is going to be like this and then his reactions will be like this and then blah, 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 you know and you're in this like and that all happens within your mind versus just saying hey can we talk yeah that is because of who you're being yes it's because of who you're being that you can't communicate what you'd like to mm-hmm. to get a different result right and that's one big thing that we really help people with in our coaching business and and, and end front runner events is you have to shift who you're being to change the situation. You have to, because who you're being from yesterday or 10 years ago is not who you need to be to get the change that you need in today. Right. And I know that sounds kind of wacky, but it's not, it's very, 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 very true. Just think about it. Take these notes. What? It's the, it's the triangle of growth that Aaron and I talked about last episode. It's the, uh, or sorry, yeah, last episode. It's the, um, it's what mindset do I need mm-hmm. to adopt or get rid of? It's what skills and habits do I need to adopt or get rid of, right? Because there are habits that do not serve you anymore, right? There's, there's habits that we had when we were 18 that do not serve us anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are you willing to do? Right. Like, don't live in the treadmill. Push. Push a little. You don't have to go to the extremes, right? But you have to you have to incrementally go. And when I'm talking about letting go of the bar and trusting, 
is have faith in yourself that you can shift and grow. And if that person doesn't come with you, build your own confidence up and go on with your own. Go, go, by, go by yourself. Mm-hmm. Too many people stick around not being happy, not being fulfilled, not living to their fullest potential because they're afraid of, of being alone or, or you know, maybe never finding somebody else. But why live in a relationship like that, whether it's a, a family member or a husband or wife or a, a, a long-term, you know, significant other or whatever, a coworker, partnership, business partner, like whatever, it's all relationships. Become the person that can have the conversation and own it mm-hmm. in a respectful and purposeful manner. Don't just blurt shit out. Don't just say, well, listen, I'm, this is what I want. Fuck you. If you don't like, don't do that. Be, be very intentional, right? Yes, but if you do do that, you must circle back. Circle back and apologize because things and like have, that happen. Have, a, have a, a, a conversation of clarity. Right. You know, the other thing as we're wrapping up here that I appreciate about you is that you and I understand that we don't make meaning of things that people, that we, that each other well, says. Well, and that is a hard. We're going to bring that up on the next one. We're going to do a whole thing on making meaning because you and I are experts at that, honestly. Of what making meaning? No, of not making meaning. <laughs> I mean, just- no, well, and that's a hard, hard thing to get away from, you know, to learn that is a, a learned skill and you have to be um, confident in your relationship and yourself to be able to not make meaning of things mm-hmm. to, to a detrimental level level yeah you know to like where you know like i don't know it's stupid example it's not stupid but a a a, a lighthearted example something about me yes okay good Ian. you have a lot of them you have a lot of them Ian, please take out the trash oh i'll take it out ian please take out the trash i'm gonna take it out i got don't it worry. i got it i got it ian it is 10 p.m. Please take out the trash. I'm going to take out the trash. Ian, it is 5 a.m. Did you take out the trash? No, I didn't. I didn't want to. So I could make meaning of he's not listening to me. He's not respecting yeah. me. He's not. I ask him to do one thing and he doesn't do it because he doesn't want to. Keep going. I'm about to drop this mic. <laughs> but like, so, but if I don't make meaning of it, what happened? I he just didn't, didn't, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't take out the trash. Let's cliffhanger this. Let's, let's do that. We could talk about this for a long time. People need this. They need this in their lives. <laughs> so listen. But they want to know what happened to the trash. No, it got, we heaved it into the back of Nick's truck <laughs> and we took it to the dump. This <laughs> um. mayor said, because she doesn't make meaning and she doesn't get crazy on stupid, stupid stuff like that. She said, all right, well, listen, you didn't take it out. So heave it in the back of Nick's truck and take that shit to the dump. I said, cool. All right, fine. Because I wanted it gone. gone yeah. It should have been gone because the, our kind trash men. Uh, we are incredible trash men, but it is very inconvenient. What, it, it's very inconvenient. <laughs> to walk to, how, but how inconvenient is it for the, for the guys on the truck? To have to lift our trash into their truck. But that's their job. I know, but it's They chose that. I I understand that. And yes. We could at least be kind and, like, place our trash cans nicely so it's easy for them. The argument really should be, how inconvenient is it to 
drive down to the dump. <laughs> I mean, that is the <laughs> right. argument. That is the whole thing here. But don't make meaning of the fact that he didn't take out the trash. His right. responsibility is still to take out the trash on the day the trash should be gone. Right. The trash was gone that day. He just made it a little bit more complicated for True. himself. And the meaning could have springboarded into something unnecessary. Right. Listen, let's, let's end it right here because we've been a long time. We are going to talk about making meaning in your relationship, in your business, to your employees, to your boss, whatever. We'll have a whole episode on that. But to wrap this one up, we got engaged and we'll get you the, <laughs> we'll take the next, the next steps. The it's next a cliffhanger. Did we get married? The next episode is going to be the beginning. So this is a December episode, right? It's just the 21st of December, 2020. So the next episode will be the first week of January, which will be, we'll make that the meaning episode. The meaning. Yeah. And we'll take people through how we goal set and how uh, we do some vision casting and some, you know, like vision boarding, if that's your thing. Um, yeah. We'll be good. 2021, 2020 has been an amazing year. It really has. It's been a phenomenal year. It has. Yeah, pricey. Well, oh, yeah. We started two businesses. Sweet little baby. Yep. You want to take us out of here? Great episode, Mayor. <laughs> I appreciate you. I love you. You're a phenomenal person in my life. And I love you. And I appreciate that you took the trash out. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it. All right. Thanks for joining us today, guys. You <laughs> just handed me a note and it put a lot of pressure on me. Hey, that wraps up the mental purpose episode today. Now you're making it awkward for me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I just, you handed me this note and I started reading and then I got that's our, that's our general you. episode. Notes. Yep. Thank you for listening to OS today. Stumbled over that word. You said OS. It's <laughs> okay. Today. Put a T on that and thanks, try it again. Thanks for spending an hour with us. Or more. Or more. I don't know how long it's been. Reach out if you need us. DM us. You can hit us up at our emails, Ian or Meredith at com. Our website has everything you can ever need. Like literally, if you just want to have a conversation with us, just have a conversation with us. You can go to the website, ianlobos.com forward slash apply. You can go to com. find all these episodes in the show notes. But for real. You got to hook them up with the video in the show notes. Right. I'm going to get the video. It'll be on Instagram. It'll be on Facebook. And it will be in the show notes and on our website, the, the, the um, engagement video. What do purposeful people do, Mayor? They take action. That's right. So take action. If this, you know, something we said today pissed you off, motivated you, made you think, made you scared, made you cry, made you feel something, reach if, out to if us. If your emotions elevated in right. any way. <laughs> At all. Reach out to us. IanLoboss.com forward slash apply. You can uh, book a one-on-one call with us. You can sign up and take a look at our next front runner event. Obviously with COVID, they're a little different right now. We're doing some online stuff, but you know what? We're going to fire this thing back up and our front runner events are powerful, powerful. So anything you need, we got it for you. We'll help you. So what, what's the challenge for the next? The challenge is to sit with your spouse, your partner, your business partner, your brother, your sister, your mom and dad, and talk about a situation that you maybe went through 10 or 20 years ago and dig into it. I don't know. What's the challenge? You tell them.
Well, no, I think, but I, I, you know, talking about something from, um, I don't know the word. I'm, I don't want to say higher level because I, that seems like a catch-all a little bit. But like just talking about something that's not looking through a photo album and oh, remember this and I remember that. Right. Like actually, like it's not this surface. is yeah, not surface. Like this is what, like I, you know, like I, I was thinking I we were going on a cruise and it was an elaborate way to like how would Ian know that if I never said that? That's a, a an example. It's true. All right, everybody. But you know what I mean? Like, talk about it, what you were yeah. actually thinking and feeling versus like. Challenges to you, too. Yes. Challenges to you, too. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um, all right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you. We're very grateful for you supporting us and downloading and rating and reviewing. And if you haven't rated or reviewed the podcast yet, please hit iTunes up and give us that five star. That's what we're shooting for. Remember. Our goal every time is to educate, elevate, empower, enrich, and evolve your life, the information, our lives, our information, the people that we bring on here. This podcast is those five E's. That's what you can count on from us every single time. And I want you to hold us accountable that we're delivering. So thanks for listening today. And, um, and we love you. And we appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Men on Purpose podcast, where our mission is to educate, elevate, and activate every man to truly live their best, most fulfilling life possible. To find out more about the podcast, our guests, or becoming a man on purpose, visit menonpurposepodcast.com and choose your most purposeful path forward.